getting what you want in your career, making that move, getting that promotion, leading in a way that empowers other people and gets results. That sounds like happily ever after to me. Hello, and welcome to the Love Your Work Life podcast. I'm your host, Elisa Shuck. Whether you're going for that next promotion, looking for a job, or making a career pivot, I'll teach you how to navigate it all so you can have the career you want. This is Love Your Work Life, episode 145. We all come across a conundrum in our careers when what we know we're capable of and whatever that next move is, it could be a promotion, it could be a pivot, we know inside of us that there's something we want to do, but we don't have the exact experience which means we've got to figure out how to help other people see this career move or this promotion as logically as we do. And that happens if you're in an interview, it happens if you are just having a conversation with someone, you want to be seen and visible and considered for that promotion. Put your name in the hat, that's how we used to say it. But how do you do that? How do you do that if you don't have the exact experience? Well, that's what I want to talk about today because you have much more in terms of skills and experience than you're probably giving yourself credit for. Because how does anybody move up? Somebody's got to move into that position before they have the exact aligned experience, before they have that job title. That's just the way things go, right? We are ever expanding. Companies are expanding. People are moving into new roles. And at some point, you are going to move into your next thing, your career move, your promotion, without having the exact experience in that role. How exactly do you do that? Well, there's some practical things that can help. First of all, and I'm going to speak in somewhat in terms of leadership today, because I think, first of all, everybody has leadership skills. Everybody is kind of a leader in some way, shape, or form because you might be offering subject matter expertise. And so even though you might be an individual contributor, you might not be in a management position. Your subject matter expertise makes you a leader in your field, a leader in terms of that knowledge. So I'm going to talk about this in leadership terms, but it's so applicable across so many relationships and ways that we would want to expand ourselves and influence others at work. So the first thing you want to do is look for leadership adjacencies. What I mean by this is who are the people next to you that are leading 
in some capacity. Who are the people above you? Who are the people that have managed you, that have been your leader, someone you followed? This can be workplace, but it doesn't have to be. That's what's so cool about adjacencies because we are surrounded by people who are a little further along the path than we are. And we're picking stuff up from them all the time. Someone is just a couple of slippery rocks ahead of you on the path and they have a lot of wisdom to offer. They may not actually be your mentor, but if you're paying attention, they are just radiating knowledge, information, and wisdom all the time if you decide to pick up on it. I have a gratitude practice, and every morning I write down 10 things that I'm grateful for. Sometimes it's kind of random, other times it's a little bit focused. We had a rainy day here in Arizona, and I sat outside on the patio in the cold rain. It wasn't raining on me, but it was cold and it was raining. And I wrote down 10 things that I'm grateful for about the rain. This is an amazing exercise, really makes you focus. And we can all benefit from being more grateful in our lives. And that's just kind of a universal law. When you're grateful, you see more things to be grateful for. You get more things in your life to be grateful for. So one morning, all my 10 items were scanning through my career and leaders. So I went through all of the 10 that came to my mind to be grateful for. And if you ever decide to start a gratefulness practice like this, it's not just grateful for the person, but you need to include why you're grateful for them and really feel it and really say thank you in your mind and in your heart for that person and why you're grateful. And as I went through my list, I realized, and this is what I want to share with you today that I picked up something from all of them along the way. Not all of them were leaders that I wanted to duplicate their style. One of them could be kind of harsh. I had to learn some lessons. I had to teach myself how to manage my manager so that I wasn't the recipient of some of that behavior. But my goodness, that person I'm thinking about right now had an extreme work ethic. This person knew everything about the business. There was absolutely nothing that slipped through the cracks. What an example. I didn't have to be the same kind of leader that person was, but this is what you're going to do. You're going to pick up little things along the trail through all of the leaders that you encounter adjacent to you, above you. You're looking for examples of leadership and picking things up that feel very natural to you, that feel like behaviors and standards and ways of being 
that you can pick up too, that you can absorb and incorporate into the way you move through the world at work, whether you're a leader with a title or not, whether you've made that move. This applies to moves too. Who do you know who's in operations if you're currently a project manager? Who do you know in marketing if you're currently a designer? Think about this, my friends. It's so powerful and it really works because I truly believe our brains have picked up a lot of knowledge and a lot of information from these adjacencies that we're not using. But when it's required, it will show up for you. It's all in that database. And as soon as you need it, it's going to be there for you. As soon as you're ready to make that move and you start thinking about all of the people that have influenced you over time, these adjacencies, you're going to realize that you picked some stuff up from them. And you can talk about yourself as if you were what you want to be. The second thing is, and it's super duper practical, is read leadership books. Do some Google searches for leaders and what they say about leadership. There are some amazing books out there. There have been for as long as people been leading other people. You can learn a lot. There'll be some practical things. There will be some philosophical topics, but I've read so many leadership books over the course of my career, and I always get a little charged up by it. Even, even now, my leadership is different now. I'm not leading a team right now, but I am still leading. You can too. And these leadership books and other inputs that you get from articles, magazines, blogs, wherever you can find it, fill yourself up with leadership knowledge not all of it is going to resonate with you and that's okay just like the adjacencies some people style you're not it's not going to feel like you fine just pick up some knowledge adopt what fits for you adapt what's being shared to a style that you feel like you could leverage out there now the other place to look for examples i would call unconventional. And that is you are not necessarily looking for leaders in your field. Uh, You're not looking for leaders inside your own organization or your own industry. Now you're looking for examples that are less obvious and maybe even somewhat unconventional. This is so helpful because Now you're getting some leadership diversity. The way Steve Jobs did it is going to be different than the way a leader in a retail organization does it. Someone who's leading because they're inventing new technology is going to have a different approach and probably philosophy than someone who is leading 
who's executing that plan, who is delivering value in a different kind of way. Instead of adjacencies, now you're bringing in some unconventional wisdom. And this can be everywhere. My favorite place for unconventional leadership examples, it's unconventional for me, because I am not an athlete and I've never been on any kind of athletic team. So if you're someone who, you know, plays baseball and has played Little League and all, you have a sense of what coaches do, right? They have nothing to do with your current profession. But I bet you have some unconventional leaders that you've encountered through sports, through athletics, through other ways that you can also take a look at. And I really, even though I never played sports, I've always been fascinated by coaches. There is just something about them. And I think I first encountered them because of some of those leadership books I was reading. Because a lot of the leadership books will have quotes from different leadership icons, many of whom are coaches. One of my favorites is John Wooden. He was the UCLA Bruins basketball coach. He won 10 NCAA championships in 12 years, the 12 years he was there, and he won seven championships in a row. No other team has ever won more than four in a row. Can we learn something from John Wooden? 100%. One of the coolest things about John Wooden was his dedication to the fundamentals. And you could look at the family tree of all of the star basketball players that came from John Wooden's coaching years at UCLA. And you would see some amazing people who've done some amazing things, but They go back and give credit to Coach Wooden because he was all about the fundamentals. I read something about him. He taught his players how to tie their shoes. We think that, why? Doesn't everybody know how to tie their shoes by the time they get to college? Yes, but do they know how to tie their shoes for a basketball game? for a game that is going to require such physicality so that their feet don't get tired and the blood flow doesn't get cut off. Oh my gosh, this guy was so into the fundamentals and I love it. A couple of other coaches, Lou Holtz, a majorly winning coach at Notre Dame and his most famous quote, life is 10% what happens to us, and 90% how we respond to it. Like, yeah, our responses to what happens to us determines our quality of life, how we experience life. So powerful. A couple of others, Phil Jackson, of course, amazing coach in basketball, for the Lakers and the Chicago Bulls. And I would be remiss if I did not bring up Andy Reid, who just won the Super Bowl with the Kansas City Chiefs. Talk about a guy who is just calm, 
the whole time on the sideline. Maybe they don't show him in his more animated times, but you know if he was doing stuff, they would show it. Let's be real. The cameras are always on. These coaches have the opportunity to speak into our lives. We may not hear all the conversations that are going on in the locker room, but we know based on the performance of the team, collectively and individually, that there's some pretty powerful stuff going on in there. It's not all going to be your style. That's okay. Find the unconventional leaders in your life where there's just something, one thing that you can adopt. Maybe it's the, like my leadership list. Maybe it's the work ethic. Maybe it's someone who was always authentic and vulnerable. One thing I can appreciate about a very specific leader in my life. Maybe it's the manager who always said thank you because it taught you to say thank you. There are so many ways that you can support your next move, your promotion, your pivot to something else simply by looking for adjacencies. Read as many books as you can, listen to as many podcasts as you can about the people who are doing what you want to do. That's the key. And then look for those unconventional examples outside of your typical sphere that you pay attention to. And last but not least, Talk about fundamental principles. I mentioned this with Lou Holtz. Get some coaching yourself. This is why I love Strategic Leadership Lab, my new leadership coaching program, because we get into the fundamentals. When you know that you have got communication skills that are so strong that there is nothing that's going to happen on your team that ruffles your feathers. People can come to you and say what they're going to say. And you, because you've got the fundamentals down, you know how to respond to it. This is what Coach Wooden was doing. By leading his teams and ensuring that the fundamentals were so deeply embedded, they could respond to any situation on the court. This can be you too through fundamentals like communication, managing your manager, leading without authority, those dotted line teams that have to listen to you. We cover all of it. And I'll leave you with this final thought. The only thing that is necessary for us to live happily ever after And in this context, I'm talking happily ever after being getting what you want in your career, making that move, getting that promotion, leading in a way that empowers other people and gets results. That sounds like happily ever after to me. Well, the only thing that's necessary to have that is to continue to define what you want and believe what you want is possible. That's it. 
When you start that habit of defining what you want, believing it's possible, you will start to see never-ending evidence that shows you the path to get where you want to be. You've got to believe it first before you start recognizing those adjacencies. You've got to believe it's possible before it all will start making sense for you, before you discover and adopt the things that you want to be part of your leadership style, of your next move in your career. All right, my friends, you can have what you want. And I want you to have what you want. And if you are ready to make a pivot, then we got to work together. I help people do that all the time. Some pretty dramatic pivots, as a matter of fact. And if you're ready to be a new leader, or if you're ready to take your leadership skills to another level, so that you don't feel burned out all the time, you don't feel stressed out of the time all the time, that you know how to respond in every situation seamlessly and effortlessly. Well, I help people do that too. All right, I'll talk to you again next time. If you like listening to this podcast, I invite you to visit my website at elisashuck-careercoach.com. On the site, you're going to find out everything you need to know about working with me on your career move, developing your leadership skills, as well as my courses, Job Search Field Guide and the Art of Stellar Interviews. I look forward to meeting you soon. Take care.